Hello, everyone. I'm Joseph Roberson. And I'm Brian Tanner. And this is King Talk. We welcome you to our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. If there's something you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line, shoot us a DM, and let us know on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's one word, King Talk Podcast. Or you can also find us at Facebook, on Facebook, excuse me, at King Talk Podcast. Hey, uh, B, we ain't see you last week. Congratulations. I know you was attending to your sons, to Brandon's uh, graduation. We shouted them out, man. Congratulations, Appreciate my that. brother. We had, uh, yeah, I had two, actually. BJ, um, he had his commencement, eighth okay. grade, going to ninth grade. Oh, then I apologize, BJ. And I apologize. Brandon graduated high school, of course. All right. Hey, look, you got to make sure that you respect young people. So I apologize, BJ, because I, hey, look, I was a he cold, I was a cold piece of work, my brother. I, I held stuff in for fifteen years <laughs> before I got at people. So I got to, hey, BJ, I'm sorry right now. That shall not happen again. But congratulations. We Appreciate congratulate. that. Appreciate you know, you that. had a lot of family in town, but you handled it. Yeah, man. We had probably 30 people here. Up in the crib? In and out. Some okay, had room. Okay. Some passed out. Okay. Some fell in where they fell in. Right, right. You know, it was one of them type things. Family. So, hey, B, you a gracious cool. host. You a gracious host. I might give people the wrong address. You had everybody at the crib. Yeah, man, we kicked it. Yeah, like you had supposed a good time. to. You supposed to. You're Late supposed last to. minute barbecues, whatever yeah. they want to do. Last yeah. minute, yeah. last minute fish fries, beaches. Right. But you got we even went and found the alley that Ricky got shot in. That's how. Oh, that's wow. that's how that's how serious it was. I mean, wow. we had them investigating. Hold on, they man. got it down to the address, we to, to the house. We went to boys in the hood. Yeah, we went to boys in the hood to the alley where Ricky got shot. Wow. Yeah. Wait, when you really said wasn't alley, in the hood though. Hey, it's a nice place. You see a lot really? of Korean people, okay, nice white okay. people around okay. there. It wasn't. It wasn't like you see in the movie. Hey, when you said the alley, I thought you meant downtown at first. I was like, y'all went shopping? Nah, no, you know, we didn't yeah. even make it to uh, the fashion district. Okay, I okay. wish we would have. I was about to um, but ask then you. again, no, because my mother and my sister, okay. shout out to Mama Nitty K, shout out to my beautiful sister hey. Tiffany. What's up, Pooh? Hey. Um, them two got shopping. They got okay. shop habits. I'm telling you, everywhere they went, every city, yeah. is that they picked up two, three bags. Okay, okay. They, they started out with enough room. In the car where he can see out the back window. And no go by the time and they got here. And she said by the time they left, they had stuff in the front seat, wow. down in the floors, in the back. Hey, well, you but they smart shoppers, though. So you can see through the rear view mirror? Oh, you, you couldn't gotta... even see. Oh, wow. I don't even know. How he, okay. And he drove all the way back to Memphis, Tennessee like that. If you told me the alley, man, I was about to say what bootleg stuff they find. Tell them, oh, to, tell them to let me know what was down there. Well, you know, I went down the other day and seen some 502 Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the hey, fashion district. Hey, you said not no Shout out to the so fashion 502. district, the 502s. 502. The dude told me, say they won better than the 501s. <laughs> hey, said, how you walking away, you too? Me? Like, they on one. They on one. Hey, so it's the end of the year. So, hey, some people, some of our young student athletes have next year, mm -hmm. they have other opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, some don't. You know, this, this ends, you know, sports in terms of um, competitive as it relates to organized sports in high school, perhaps college. That ends for everyone at some point. Recreationally, it doesn't necessarily have to. But in an organized setting as it relates to being attached to an institution, it does. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking like my senior year in college, uh, you know, senior day. 
And then when it was technically over, there was no more practices, no more games. I experienced a, um, I can't use the word, like, it wasn't a clinical depression, but. Maybe like a level of anxiety. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, and, anxiety and being, I just don't know a better word because I wasn't really being discouraged. I've been there. But yeah, just Same like, oh, wow, it's, me. it's over it's for up, me. It's done. It's over. Right, I knew that reality, but I knew that reality far before I was over. Like, okay, college is gonna be the end of my career, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so that being said, someone who did not necessarily aspire to play at a professional level, because at certain points I accepted certain realities, right? I still felt sad about it. And, but again, the positive thing for me is I was already had graduate school lined up. So I had my next course of action clearly understood. But that made me start thinking about what it is for people who truly aspire to play at a professional level, or even if that's kids who, we might not look at it like it's their reality, but that's still what they're telling themselves. How do they deal with that? How much emphasis as parents do we put on solely their their participation in athletics? Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Me personally, uh -huh. whatever you tell me you're interested in, whatever you tell me you wanna do. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I, we go back to boys 100%. We pay for classes, we go pay for trainers. Right. We go do what we have to do for them. So my thing is, anybody who want it, you gotta do what's necessary. Right. You got a lot of people who don't know what to do, but I mean, most of the information is at the tip of your fingers. You pick your phone up and Google anything. Right, right. Um, it's ways to continue your athletic uh, career out, outside of high school. It's ways to continue your athletic career outside of college, even if you don't go play in the NBA or the NFL, Major okay. League Baseball. Okay. I mean, you just got to learn the avenues to pursue. Okay. Or even like a kid that's not getting recruited, um, and that may be the end of the road for him. In all honesty, it's not. It's, it's steps you can take. It's programs you can join. Um, it's prep school. Um, it's JC. You, you go grind. You gray shirt. You practice with the team. You work out until you're eventually good enough to make it. Because if that's what you want, you don't let a person take that. You don't let a person tell you that that's the end of the road or you're not good enough. I don't care who it is. You look at somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Nobody knew him. I didn't even know him when he was at San Diego State. Matter of fact, I was just watching a video of him this morning. He was working up the impact the year he came out going to the draft. And everybody was talking about his handle suspect, his jumper suspect. And and he didn't and I, personally I don't think he had an easy road to the NBA. Right. He wasn't that he wasn't that top fifty that everybody right. was pounding and shouting and, and talking about. And what who is he now though? Right. Looked like he won game away from a championship, and 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 honestly, God, well, the rest of the Raptors have shown up. Right, right. But you know where it started. At. You know who it run through. Right. We know who the man is. Well, I could have sat down and, and and took a back seat to dudes a long time ago. I just say, how, how how big is Kawhi Leonard? Probably about six 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 seven. What about the the five six pudgy kid? Shit, you got um, what's my man name? Nate Robinson. You picked the one in the millions. Mm. <laughs> you picked me, the one you got Isaiah Thomas. I hear you. That's real you life. You got Spud Webbs. You got Muggsy Bowes. I'm just saying. I just I would look at them as the exception rather than the rule. I can't say it because I know some five, 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 six cats that go get it now. Right. And 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 right. not necessarily if the NBA not they market, you can go overseas and play. Right. You can go to Mexico and play. You probably can play in the Philippines. They don't have too many six five guards in the Philippines. Most of them dudes are sub six foot. 
Are they really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, for the most part. You know, Brandon went over there. He was a big body. Mm -hmm. And he played guard, 6'4", 6'5". Okay. So, you know, I mean, it's avenues, bro. I just, it's bothersome for me sometimes. And I'm going to put a spin on this. I know we ain't even talk about this in the beginning, but I'm going to put a spin on this. Mm -hmm. It bothers me sometimes to hear people make excuses and for people to complain. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to create my situation. Even like with my son. We ain't going to complain about what's in front of you. We finna go create a better situation so we can get you to this next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I put a plan in action. Like, right. you can go on my Facebook and, and, and check a few things out now. My friend list look a whole lot different. It's not homies and people from 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 that I went to college with. Or right. Cats that I, that I swing, a holler here and there. It's not right. them. I mean, I, I invested my time into going to be friend college coaches. Okay. You know, going back and forth with them through, through Messenger. Okay. Letting them know what we got going on, what we building, the type of caliber kids we got, getting them excited. Right. Because my thing is, I, I've, I've tried, I've allowed other people to control that narrative, mm-hmm. and not because I had to, it's because that's what I thought was right at the time. Because this person may have had more connections, been in the game longer, groomed more people, did this, yeah. did that, and that's not always the case. Don't put your trust in a man. Right. Don't put your trust in a person. Okay, let me ask you, where's the balance at, though, in the sense that at every level there's limitations? So let's say at some high schools you have um, 50 kids going out for varsity. You have how many varsity spots? 15 to 16. Okay. so it's some schools. So 12. The, the young people whose family are not about to transfer them to compete and play and they don't really, do you just look at them forever and let them know, like, well, it's all about you. You can't let someone to, I mean, where's the balance? That's their they choice. And I can't tell a person how to handle their situation. But yeah. me personally, I'm not going to leave my child in a situation where yeah. he's unhappy. Because what I think that do, that in, that in a sense, it creates a, a, a sense of inferiority mm-hmm. to other people, whether it be at, through athletic, your athleticism, whether yeah. it's whatever the case may be. I'm not saying pull them and run to the next situation, but what I'm saying, I personally as a father, like we real, we I'm realistic with my kids on what I think your goal should be and what's attainable. But like, if you want to shoot for the moon, we finna shoot for the moon. Right, right. If you want to shoot, like I could have, when BJ said he wanted to be on TV, that's like man, stop. Boy, you know how hard this gonna be. Blake said he wanted to be. On, you know how hard this gonna be. As what. They, they probably are the exception. Both of them booked their very first audition. They booked probably three of their first seven to eight. That's rare. Most right. kids don't book stuff right. for years. And then after that, it's been a certain level of success with them dudes. But we get behind them, we push them, we pump them, we promote them. We do everything. Right. And we don't have a PR team, none of that. And it's just, and then we got friends over here. Y'all show a lot of lucky. I mean, them boys. Y'all don't know the work that yeah, go into so, hey, it. Luck, luck may have nothing to do with it. Sometimes it's what they what they say. I don't even know the saying. Preparation. What was it? Oh, I, the only saying I knew, I think, was uh, success is when preparation meets opportunity. Meets opportunity. That's what it you is. Yeah. 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 You know, you so you got to be prepared. But, like, even that child that's sitting in that situation, go find them a club team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually programs around here uh, – like post grad programs or certain stuff, they play 
year-round like high school teams do. If he not finding success there, go find him. Now, you got to pay a little money. But sometimes your child happiness is worth a little money. I hear that. You go put him in there and let him play with them. It's situations for him. Or if you know he really not going to get out there, ain't even trying to be funny, go take him to the reg league. Sign him up. Why did we have to take him to the men's league? Now, what I will say about rec leagues and men's leagues, <laughs> at least once it's over, and that's at the point I was making with most sports, it doesn't really ever have to be over because it could be a, something you do for your life. For love. Right? And for your health. Mm-hmm. Except from from my perspective, tackle football. When I see people depart, oh, no, I'm tackle not football going out there. I'm not even playing yeah, tag. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I pulled yeah. my groin in a yeah. flag football but people game do it, at 32. Though. You got some weekend warriors Shit. who do it and respect Man, them. Man, I got respect for yeah. them. But, um, but me, post-college, I'm not putting on no pads. No, if, like, if no. It's not. no. If I'm not getting paid, no. Yeah, that's I'm not taking them legs. Of a sport. Man. But that being said. You know how that helmet hit you right there? Come on, when man. When they catch come you, on, you got your elbow on. in, and you trying to wind up to go and they, oh, and they catch you between uh, your body. I didn't bust a bursa sack on my elbow, so I, oh, I, I know how serious it can get. So you bust the what? The, I think it's called a bursa sack in your elbow. A bursa yeah, yeah. sack. Yeah, yeah. So where your elbow end up swelling up, looking horrible, and you can't move your arm. I'd have and you to bust that? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a good look. Why were you still playing and your stuff swole? It's football, my brother. It's a gladiator sport. Man, I don't want to hear that crap. It's a gladiator sport. Hey. Football is, is a football. I played football, but let me tell yeah, you this. Yeah, yeah. If I got a swole elbow... I'm not finna be out there on that. That's just like Brandon. He dislocated his two fingers. This fool get him popped back in place by the assistant coach, tape his hand, and go back and play. Hey, B. Wilson, I hear you, homeboy. Me. I told him, hey, I said, sit your ass down. But he played. He played. Come on, man. So I, on, I get man. what you're saying, but me personally, I got a wound. I'm going over there and lick my wound. Hey, hey, and get, <laughs> hey, and get some sympathy that's and compassion. What, man, but I wish KD would have kept licking his. That hurt me. Oh, that's a whole different. I didn't get to watch that. I that didn't get to watch me, that. Bro. He probably should have sat down from that. the beginning. I walked out. Did you? Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I don't like injuries as is. So I, I just walked I out. I'm glad happened. they pulled it out. I'm not even a Golden State fan, but I went to pulling for him that yeah. day. I was cheering for him. I cheered for him. Was he about to have a uh, dang? Who was it? Uh, Reed. He What's my man? What's my quarter? man from the uh, Knicks? Willis Reed. Who was it who came out? That was like forty years ago. Came out, hobbled out, inspired his team. He didn't really end up playing though. I don't know, but I seen Kobe do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw Kobe do, and he had Achilles. He walked up to the free throw line. You remember that? Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> and did he set himself down after that? He stroked two of them first, though. And then went and sat down like mama, he baby. And then he went and sat down. All right. Now, now, based on what we were just talking about, let me ask you this, though. I'm going a, I'm to a go back to when I was in school feeling like it was over and tell you some of the thoughts in my head that made me want to address this topic, okay? Over the past four years, uh, maybe four or five years, I've um, seen multiple young men who I was either, either knew personally or maybe was once removed from and um in terms of networking and relationships who took their lives mm. now maybe you know I'm I don't want to speculate right but they happen to be athletes and people were participating in athletics and I don't want to say actually to some degree it appeared they were doing great so I don't want to speculate that it necessarily had anything to do with athletics 
excuse me, but the reason it came to my mind was just knowing that there are young people who experience um, potential grief, dismay, distress, uh, dissonance between maybe what their expectations are in athletics and how much emphasis their parents and people around them put on it in terms of defining their life. And then when the reality comes to play, that it may not quite end up being what they expected it to be, you know, there's, again, some level of distress. There's So I still wonder, and it's so crazy because there's a balance, because I hear what you're saying. If you want success in life at anything, you have to approach that life that way. Like, no one is going to get in my way with whatever. You have to approach mm -hmm. it that way. And then at the same time, where's the balance between preparing your child for the inevitability that one day it'll be over, even if they made it to the professional you, ranks? I, I, I tell my boys this all the time. You got to wear more than one hat. Mm -hmm. Even now, um, we, we try and create opportunity. We try and create ways for them to make their own revenue. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, the school I got them enrolled in, right. um, it's an entrepreneurial school. Um, they teach them about credit, financial literacy, yeah. the world market, global economy, stuff like that. Um, BJ next year, he have to come up with a business plan. Okay. Um, by the time he's seen, he have to implement that business plan. Wow. He have to have everything moving, and that's gonna be part of his. That's his, curriculum his, that should be taught in every school. In financial every school. literacy, yeah. the global so market. So that's that's basically, and that's what I'm saying. Parents have to position their kids. Right. Like before we put them in school, that we did our research. Mm -hmm. Brandon, Brandon, purpose of going to TAF was because they had a legendary coach, a very good program a man known for getting kids out. Right. You know, a winning tradition. BJ approached with going to Ivy. BJ's, now don't get it twisted. He's an incredible ball player too, but BJ, you know, his main thing, he acts. Mm -hmm. So we had to put him in a situation where it was going to be conducive to what we needed to feel mm -hmm. and what he needed to feel. And, and, and that situation just kind of worked out. He a big dog in, in, in a small pug. Mm -hmm. um, next year he'd probably be my leading scorer, maybe second leading scorer, depending on who transfer in. I got a couple guys coming in, but honestly, they don't shoot like he do. Okay. Like he Brandon number two. He okay. let, he'll let that thing fly now. You know, that's all we've been doing, working on that shot, creating space, side steps. But that's what I'm saying. That's not even his main thing, but I got him right, right. on a lot of different things. Right, you right. got to give them avenues. Right. If you Sometimes if you lock on to one thing, and that becomes somebody's primary focus, it could drive them crazy. And I'm experiencing that now. Like, well, what I'm working on, I'm up 1, 2 in the morning. I'm on the phone crazy, believe it or not, from midnight to like 3 a.m. sometime. Because some of the dude, one of the guys that deal with me, he on the trucking company, so it's, it's that, them his hours, he up at 4, okay. his time. You know, to maybe 12. So I get up, I'm up. He hit me. Oh, you see, I'm logged that. on. He hit me. We I talk. I'm conferencing on the patio. I'm in bed at nine. B. I'm I used to be. Now. I used to be. Yeah, yeah. But this this consumed me. Where I lay in the bed, I wake up at two in the morning. Okay. I can go to sleep at eleven thirty, and I may jump back up at one. So you're still grinding. Yeah, I guess you can call it that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you can call it that. But it's more or less. I'm I'm like obsessed right now, okay. and that's what I mean. Like. Don't give them some one primary thing to be just focused on because 
I'm not saying it's driving me crazy, right. but mentally I'm exhausted. Okay. Okay. And now I got to start figuring out how to start divvying out some of this responsibility right. so I can get some help getting this thing put together. But like, if, if you give them avenues, right. even if one thing don't come through, you know they got something to follow. Can I hit them with the message? Can I hit them with hit the message? With That's message. Mm. That's a message, right? Mm, didn't even so, know, but yeah. so no matter. First of all, if you want to be successful in athletics, provide your youth the support and the structure to do so. But at the same time, as a parent, you need to be actively involved in introducing them to other and, things. And too. they hate. Right, right. Not, not just leaving it on them where it's like, well, what other things are you interested in? Because yes. you were the one who interested, uh, likely for most parents, introduced them to sports. You introduced them to this athletic um, sport or idea or program mm -hmm. that they are trying to excel at. So also be invested in introducing them to some other things. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something else, too. You talk to Jay. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we're going to talk to him about more than life. I don't harp when stuff go bad with my kids. Hey, let that go. Yeah. That's my thing. I, I don't want to hear nothing else about it. Okay. Put that behind you. Hey, that's life. Because that's a skill shit set in life. Is. That's shit. a skill set shit required happened. for life. Man. Always, always, every day, Man. all day. And it guess happened. what? And we call it life. It's life. You know? But if you get so caught up on the shit that happened, where you going to be at? Yeah, yeah. Not moving forward. You're not moving forward. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've never been one. I'm not going to make excuses for them. I, I, I've seen them. Prime example, Brandon. Brandon thought he was good. You run up behind Brent with them feet, he gonna mm -hmm. throw the ball over the backboard from the three-point line on the fast break. Like that? Yeah. It wasn't very good. Got tired of people calling him sorry. Dogged him out. Talked about him. Even he's still improving and getting better and better. Right. Like he playing in the Drew now. I'm seeing stuff out right. of him because this guy. I, I saw the pictures, man. How he been yeah. doing in the Drew? Yeah, he been looking good, man. Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah, they play hometown favorites, which is normally like the big name uh -huh. you know, high school kids from around the area. Johnny Zane, right. and all them was on that team. And then Brandon played for a team called All In. They got a couple other high school kids with them. And then okay. they, you know. Oh, there's a Drew Lee team called All In? Yeah. Oh, they got your yeah. name? They writing yeah. your name? That's my guy. Oh, okay, okay. He don't even know. I, I, I sent him a subliminal. Okay, okay. And we were talking about the post-grad program and, mm -hmm. the, and, the, and the youth program that I got, and, I, and he was like, oh, coach, I like that. And he said, I know. He said, coach, I got a surprise for you. We get to the ring, he got my name up there. So we okay. smiled. He like, where y'all in t-shirt today? That's okay. all he kept saying. So we went adorning all our all-in gear, yeah. and lo, lo and behold, okay. team was all-in. But he covered Brandon, and that's right. something he's been seeking through the few coaches he's had. I hadn't, I hadn't let a lot of people touch him. Right, right. But through the few coaches he's had, um, that's what that's something he's been seeking. And this dude got him, like, like he got him playing at a level I didn't even know he was capable of right mm -hmm. now. Like I'm talking about, Ethan went to try to cock one back down the lane. Brandon went up there two hand that thing. I'm talking about like one of them LeBron blocks. Like no, no go. <laughs> Came back, tried to do nothing. <laughs> Out of bounds. Okay. Pinning six eights on dunks. He challenged everybody. Hadn't got dunked on yet. I told him to be careful. Okay. He looking bouncy again. This guy got him inspired. He, NBA threes. He got him shooting him with confidence. He probably shooting about 40. Okay. Catching dunks. Catching oops, I mean. So it's been good. Now, I, you didn't even see him catch a oop this year at Tab. No, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. 
It's a different game, but he playing with some pros. But I ain't seen him catch no. Well, it's a difference when you playing with pros and me guys overseas, some NBA players back and forth. Um, It's different because the game is faster. Yeah. So your speed got to adjust, and his speed been adjusting. So now I'm excited. So he go back now. Cause we we probably go do the prep yeah. route because we don't like the he don't like the couple schools that's in front of him. Okay. Okay. They, and I got told him they'll be there next year. Okay. So he's making a decision right now, post his senior year, that as of this moment he's likely gonna prep. Well, well yeah, but I mean, how how no? He won't. Let me tell you something. At first, he didn't really know. I think he had kind of lost his love a little bit this year, okay. and he was fading a little bit. It, you know, it was hard to push him sometime. Um, so I kind of get what you're talking about. I seen him in some bad places yeah. uh, mentally. Um, so I, I I couldn't I couldn't personally get discouraged. So like I told you, when it come to my kids, I, I'm gonna create situations that, that that's for the betterment of them. Right. And that's right. kind of what I'm working on now. And at first, initially, it wasn't for him. It was for a couple more kids that I'm attached right. to that I thought needed it because I thought he was gonna go. And all of a sudden, with what he had, he was like, Dad, I can do better. But that being said, that's 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 a major decision for him. Yeah, that but is. But I get it because he's sitting there watching his former teammate win the NCAA championship playing at Virginia. Right, right. He see a couple other cats that he know he better than, committed yeah. to a couple of SEC schools and stuff around. He's like, might be dogging that dude. Right. Yeah, I get it. Right. But it's all about the package that you put out there this year. He had schools in there to look at him. It just it wouldn't always come together at the right time. So right. that frustration starts setting in, um, and it get it get rough. Right. And he you know, and then here in the end, we threw him a West Coast elite. He had a good little run. They happened to be there. They started trying to throw the money back out there. By this time, he over that. But two other big schools, I'm going to keep them quiet right now because I don't want to jinx anything. Right. You know, they come to see him play next live period. Hopefully we can get him committed. Um, if they take him this year, if not, you right. know, he spend this year prepping and, and right. he go next year. Okay. Kind of like what the kid from Valencia, Dexter, did last year. He um, prepped in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken, and he going to Marquette this year. Okay. But he had no offers on the table. Wow. Okay. You know, that that's the benefit of a prep school. Right. Or a post grad program. I'm not gonna say prep school. Right. Prep school a whole nother Gotcha. That's a whole nother lane. But yeah, so ain't for me personally, for my children, I'm gonna go over and beyond. I'm gonna create whatever situation I got to in order to make them successful. Right. I'm gonna get them in whatever realm they need to be in to make sure they successful. I'm gonna rub elbows with whoever I have to. That's why some of y'all mad at me because I don't talk to you no more. It ain't because I don't love you. I'm out here trying to make connections. And, and, so you and, only and got 24 hours. I only got 24 hours, and yeah. I only get three of them to sleep as is. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? You know how it go. But, like, I still love y'all, but right now it's so. And I'm going to make this announcement right here on King Talk Podcast real soon. Yeah, we're going we gonna to blow it up. And, oh, did they tell y'all we on iHeartRadio too, Joseph? Did, oh, was we supposed did, to announce that? Yeah, you got to tell them. Okay, that, that is them. a blessing. Because, you know, Grace told us the okay, other day. okay. And then we shout out to Grace Kills. Yeah. What's up, Grace? Working What's up, Grace? It. She be working it. Yeah. So Grace. Uh, that being said, Grace was able to, uh, you know, continue to push the agenda we're doing, and so now you can search for King Talk Podcast on iHeartRadio. You know, let's clap it up for Grace. Let's clap it up for Grace. Yeah, yeah. So that's a blessing right there. That, that was, was kind of. Hey, you know, so crazy. Dramatic. 
and there's so there's even with this process there's work involved there's always work involved. everything and people yeah. don't get it you know how many people call me saying man i'm gonna i'm gonna start me a podcast wow yeah uh uh you know what you and joseph doing oh that's pretty good man but i yeah. think i could do it a little bit better hey, and then everybody what, bouncing ideas right 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 i have people say man i'm just gonna do mine i tell them about the software and think no, i'm just gonna yeah. do mine like this Okay. I'm gonna do mine like this. Hey. I tell him what you need to do is go get you a Grace Kielsey. Hey, what's pi- hey? That's for real though, huh? You got to get you a producer. I get who you grinds, a Grace Kielsey. Right? Yeah. Now that being said, that being said, man, if someone becomes inspired or motivated to do something based on it, that's positive, my brother. It I ain't is. mad at that. I don't be making it look like we don't put work in. Yeah, I'm just yeah. being honest hey, with and you. And at the same time, what I can accept is this, and we talk about this all the time is finding ways that we can continually improve. I mm. go listen to other podcasts. I get other thoughts. I pay attention to other oh, people. Yeah. I ask for feedback. There's probably no one who's listened and who approached me and told me, like, hey, I listened to your podcast, who gave me positive feedback, who I didn't also solicit. Like, hey, what what other feedback would you give me on things we could do better, you know? And the irony is this. This was so crazy, B. In humility... The thing that most people commented on outside of the topics we're discussing right in general was the fact that, oh, you and B, y'all crazy. Like, you're, someone specifically referred to yin and yang, right? Mm. And I think it was uh, one of Ryan's people who listened based mm. on, you know, listening, knowing Ryan was going to be participating with us. But they were acknowledging that, hey, y'all bring balance because you two yeah, different that's personality right. yeah, types. We got good chemistry. That's hey, mainly what I hear. But let me tell you the humility behind it, though, too, is this. It makes me reflect on myself because we different people, my brother. I think, hey, I think some of the stuff you be saying be off the wall. Like, you crazy. Like, did B really just say that? Yeah, but then when you me. wasn't here last week, watch this. The homie made some mention. E. Miller, what's up, E. Mills? What's up, hey, E. Mill? He made some mention of something, and, and you wasn't present, so I had to ask him, like, about the food. I said, hey, if B was here, B would ask you about it. Now, watch this. When you here, and every time you asking about food, I'm looking at you like, what are you asking about food hey, for? Hey, let me tell you. We hey, did y'all hear how I just bleeped myself too. out? Was yeah, the, we hey, look, man, So we, I'm going to ask you then, was the food cracking? Man, we cracking. It was cracking? Cracking. What, what y'all Drag do? It. What y'all do? You did man. it up? You did yeah, it up I on did the grill? Most of the cooking, fried fish. You put your chicken. foot in it? Yeah, man. You was yeah, burning? Yeah, you was yeah, burning? Yeah, had to represent. Had hey, they represent. don't know you nice, though. No, I wonder if people think we talking. Huh? No, they don't they don't know, man. I'm talking about I made a little nice little puree, all kind of going on this weekend. See, I bleep myself then, too. Okay, see, I okay, caught okay, you. Okay, okay. I see how you did it, so I want to do it. We don't need a bleep machine, huh? No, we don't even need it. No, hey, we don't need that. But that's that. what they commented on being so. Let me share what that t- where that took me though about ego. Too often in life, we look at everyone around us and presume, or or people lack value for people who aren't just like them. You got me, mm. and who bring balance. And I'm gonna tell you, ironically, since we talk about athletics, multiple times in athletics that I've seen where people allowed their egos to affect potential greatness, right? So I'm going to go Kobe and Shaq. Boy, that was the first one popped in my mind. Okay, now, man, you got to love. Kobe, to me, appears to have what we will call like an anal retentive personality where he wants that structure, that rigidness. Yeah, I know somebody worked for him now. uh, You got me? Yeah. And then Shaq, (laughs) to me, seemed to be more aloof in a positive way. Shaq more like me, though. 
big goofy. But he had went through things already, so he yeah. had what you call perspective. Yeah. That let's have joy with doing this, right? And so there was a balance that created a greatness, but all too quickly because it wasn't fully appreciated by all parties involved, it ended. Now I'm going to go to another one involved in Shaq, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, you feel that's me? That's the other one popped up. Come but on, man. I don't think that was more conflict. Was that I ego? Think, I, I, I don't think it was even ego. I think uh. it was the fact... And I'm just being honest with you. I think Shaq is a very intelligent man. Right, right. You know, uh, Penny Hardaway, hey, grew up watching that cat. Watched him in Memphis. You know, I was a Memphis Tiger, a University of Arkansas fan. Shout out to Blava. We right there in Northeast Corner, Arkansas. Hey, can I tell you something? You make me want to say that. Can I do it real quick, too? Go hit you one time. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Shout out to Blava. Shout out to Blava. Yeah, Blava, baby. Shout out to Blava. That What's up? No, but, so I grew up watching him, but I think Shaq was smart. And he wanted out because he knew Penny was injured. They had invested oh. a lot of money in Penny. Was Penny hurt or did I? Penny I kept getting hurt. Penny was injured. He, he had a couple. He had a bad. Okay. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember crying right. when I found out he was out. Like I was upset. Hey, I, now I'm a, we gonna come back more recent times. Now, don't get me wrong, too. I'm not knocking everyone because some people just want to experience certain things in life, and I could also respect that. Kyrie and LeBron. You feel me? Like, watch mm-hmm. this, man. If me and you doing something and you willing to take the brunt of responsibility on your neck, man, I'm willing to I'm, be a I'm sidekick. Cool. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool getting with, paid. Hey, I'm cool with being the I'm number scoring. two, number three. Now, I respect that that might not be for everyone, so some people want to go experience it. But mm-hmm. what they may be taking away from themselves is more success, perhaps longevity. I'll give you an example. Remember back years ago when teams in the NFL would have one running back? Right, you just want to be yeah, the man. But nowadays, people starting to understand why would I want my body beat up like that? No, I'm I'm with sharing the reps with someone because even in college, same thing. Why would I do that to my body? Guess what? A lot of times, them lead to longer yards too because you rested, so they ain't hurting their averages. They hey, get less carries and less licks. Vince, you right. Vince and Tracy probably should have played. I don't know what that was about though. That might have had other issues to it because they were supposed to be cousins. But Vince, Vince Carter, and Tracy McGrady, y'all should have stuck together a little longer. Together. Come on, that man. Was, hey, McGrady was a dog. Come on, that was a dynamic duo. They but, was but on the chain. When that money hit you though, something. Yeah. Hey, now if the money come call, hey B, watch this. That if, money hey, called come, McGrady. Hey, hey, twice. Hey, he I, went. He he went to bounce around for them big checks. Hey, I ain't if, mad. If I heart came to get. You, my brother, I can't be mad at you taking a I'm check. I'm take you with me, though. I'll talk I'm to not me, like player. That. Talk you to me. You know, when I start, that's how we go finish. Hey, I just be in parenthesis on the contract. No, I no, even no. Be you on there. It, it, it ain't none of that. King talk is Brian and Joseph. So You got what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, therefore, all that being said, my brother, I appreciate you. We missed you last week. I'm we ready. understood that, you know, there's, there's – hey, and look, and, and again – perspective and humility, my brother, because I don't bring... Hey, I apologize to people at the beginning of the podcast, B, because I was like, look, it's not it's not going to have the same level of energy without B present. You got what I'm saying? Y'all did well, though. Yeah, we tried to. It sounded good. And congratulations, E. Mill, on your daughter signing a nice scholarship to that very, very nice university. And you know, he really was sensitive, though, somewhat since that, since he played at Washington State, and that was their That's where he wanted to go? Um, No. I I mean, that's where she wanted to go? She wanted to go to Washington. He wasn't really... He wanted her to go to Washington State? No, I Or somewhere this. else. Okay, I... Because he didn't want to go to Washington. Should I say uh, it on air? E, I'm no, trying hey, to pull it hey, out of here. He an honest dude, so he wouldn't care if I said it. Um, Oregon was on the table, and he felt like go to Oregon. Ooh. He felt like go to Oregon. 
Oregon was an opportunity, and he felt like she should go to Oregon. And that's think, beautiful country, yeah. too, boy. And, but then what I love is this, though. And I love it because I see it in your son. I see it in my son. I see it in his. Well, hey, look, at the end of the day, she is confident enough to be like, hey, you know, Pops, I this appreciate your I feedback. But this is what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, my son knows this. This is what I like about my son in terms of his ability to think for himself. He knows there's a couple people he speaks to and has as relationships with on a close level who, you know, where he know like, man, I don't really like that kid. I don't like that dude that much. I don't like him. And, and I tell him why. I articulate mm -hmm. to him. And it's not not liking the kid. It's maybe not liking some things I see about the upbringing, okay, right, and the family structure. And, and I won't go into too much further detail, right? But my son looks at me and like, okay, I appreciate that, but this is what I'm doing, Pops. And he knows, like, okay, but you're accountable and you're responsible. But I respect that he has his own mindset. And he thinks, mm -hmm. and, hey, look, look, and he thinks. So in that sense, she made her own decision to go to Washington. At the end of the day, my man go respect that and support his daughter the same way you and I and, and Like I'm having to do now because yeah. I was trying to send his butt to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, Dad, I want to go. I ain't going. I, go. I ain't going. And you gotta, hey, look, and you got to respect that because at the end of the day, hey, we're about to wrap it up, people, but at the end of the day, it's like this, man. I tell all my Not students. Not UNC because if it was UNC, he would have been out of here. It was a, it was a big South school, right. but it was like he didn't want to go. With that being said, man, this is what I tell all my students because my students sometimes will say, Mr. Roberson, what should I do? And really what their fear is is making a wrong decision, but I tell students, no, look, whatever decision you make is going to be the right decision because you'll be able to live with the outcomes of it because you made the decision. Mm -hmm. And this is the example I give people. I asked him, have you ever ate something that your grandma or mom made and it was so amazing and you tried to replicate it and it did not come out nearly like that? Matter of fact, it could have been burnt and raggedy, but you eat it, why? And they'd be like, because I made it, right? I was like, but if I cooked it, what would you do? They'd be like, man, Throw I'm throwing it, it out, right? Yeah. So in that same sense, if you make a decision for your life, However it goes, you'll be okay with it because you made that decision. However, if I make that decision for you, then even mm -hmm. if it goes well, you're going to be second-guessing it from now on because mm -hmm. you're going to always wonder, what if I had done what was on my heart to do? That's a good point. So, you know, that being said, I usually encourage people, hey, you know, you make the decision. I'll give feedback, and I'll question you and say, okay, have you considered this? Have you thought of this? Have you considered this? But ultimately, since it's your life and you got to live with the outcomes, you should make the decision. Yeah. So I most definitely subscribe to supporting our young ones in that way. Hey, again, search for us, King Talk Podcast on iHeartRadio. Stop playing. Stop playing. Hey, that's a wrap. You just witnessed two kings talking. Thank you for tuning in to King Talk. We out.